Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity, learning the history of hobbies, as well as developing a little side hustle. If you want to find peace and prosperity in your life, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome into the Blue Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rothstein. So today I do want to talk about video, uh, the power of video. And even though that this is going to be an audio recording, I thought it would be um, a good idea to do. So let's talk video. When we tell a story, when we show what we mean, it's powerful. And video has been probably one of the best things to ever happen in the 19th century. And yes, I'll count the little thing with the, that, that kind of like had the, um, it, it kind of was like a jack-in-the-box thing. Like, you know, you would grind it like sort of like you were, um, uh, sharpening your pencil with the old pencil sharpener things. It kind of was like that. And, and there, there even were some pencil sharpeners with that like little movie projector where you, you grinded it up sort of thing. Um, so ever since that, um, we've had a lot of, you know, it's been revolutionary since then. Um, I mean, before the internet, uh, you really couldn't do much with it. Um, there was a film called The Ball Game, and it was just like a shot of someone getting a, a single in, in the late 1800s. Um, but yet, to see that on screen was revolutionary, and it just showed you, oh, so that's what happens when someone gets a hit, and and now we've recorded this guy getting a hit, and it's going to live on forever and because we put it on the internet um now when we got to movies when we got to animation um seeing these fun things like mickey mouse and steamboat willie um seeing all that uh you know it changed the game of like oh we don't necessarily need to just film a human being we can actually just make our own things and just put it frame by frame. And that's and that's what happened over the course of uh, video history was that it was frame by frame animation. And with the old little film strips, uh, they just recorded one shot, they did another shot um, of it. And, and it's kind of amazing how they did all that um, back in the day. Um, and it was just... Uh, with the animation, um, and and even with the photos, like like they did the the real thing with the red lights, um, the red light room, and and they put it in that liquid sort of thing. Um, that's sort of how they uh, developed the photos back in the day. That certainly was part of the video too, um, if you can believe that. Um, after the um. F- by the 40s, um, or I guess we'll count 1939 with Judy, Judy Garland and The Wizard of Oz, we actually did get to see color. 
Um, supposedly, it was too expensive, but even during the original War of the Worlds, um, the uh, Orson Welles War of the Worlds back in the 50s, and, and I did see that as a kid, too. That, that actually was really fun to watch now that I think of it. And it, and it showed that, you know, color was amazing, too, um, and that it just also um, gave depth to the story, too. So, and like how things worked. I mean, the green in the Wicked Witch of the West and the green of the alien spaceships, uh, lasers in War of the Worlds certainly um, conveyed, you know, showed you how... Th- you know, how terrifying things were. And, I mean, if you were a kid watching um, either of those films, I get, I think, I get it. it. It was terrifying. Uh, whether it was the witch terrorizing that town in the uh, on the yellow brick road or um, or the aliens terrorizing the people, it, it really did show you that message. So when you got to color, it was there. Um, the 70s special effects really began to take off. You had Jaws, you had Star Wars, um, and, and and you also still had Rocky, too. It, not, not really much in the special effects because, you know, you actually can see them fake this, fake it when Apollo was jabbing Rocky. You, you really can see how bad it was, like how bad they, they did it. And even even his uppercut didn't make sense too um like i could see like there was still space between his fist and his jaw like like the boxing glove in his jaw and and it was so poorly done now like it would not pass in in like hollywood studios uh you'd be kicked out too um police squad the tv show um and and now i guess we're talking about tv but it's all video it's all recorded um, and then it's just played back through TV or movies. Um, they actually got some special effects done right, but with there's this one shot of a guy who punches his own shadow, and his shadow falls down, and and it, and they like really make it work um, with the frame by frame animation, and they just put two frames over each other, and and somehow it worked out too. Um, back in the day, and and they did that without computers, but mind you, but when the '90s came coming with, with like Toy Story, um, did it really begin to take off? Saying because you actually had things filmed and just like models working in that way, and it was really primitive. And and all the kids were the same. Actually, oddly enough, they were the same person. Um, it was just different shades of of color. Uh, because like they, they really didn't have much to model after and it was really expensive in the 90s because this is new technology. You don't know what you're doing. You don't really know how to save these files in a certain way or just customize them. And, and that's understandable. The next, uh, um, once we got to 2005, um, Revenge of the Sith, it, they really get, got this movie right it still holds up today when obi-wan's fighting general grievous it it looks like there's a real um roboticized alien um and you see his organs when he rips it up rips up his chest and 
and takes it down. It's like you really believe it. And, and that's powerful. Like you see everything and it just really works um, together. Like, like it makes it look like, oh, this actually happened. E- even though we know it didn't happen or suppose it, may- maybe it did in, in a galaxy far, far away. Haha, <laughs> funny. Um, but it, it like really shows you like that, oh, this really did work. And, and it doesn't look CG at all. And, th- and this is 2005, mind you, of everything. Uh, I definitely, now, now what can you do about with video? You can record yourself on a cell phone. You can record yourself on a laptop. You can buy a Sony camera and like a 4K camera. And, and that really can uh, change your world um, with everything of, and, and that's powerful too, because most people, you know, um, you know, if they they're, if they listen to something, they'll listen to it passively. If you show them, you know, charts, graphs, even just your face, uh, they'll, you know, they'll be in on the ride too, and 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 that's something that um, you know, an audio podcast can't just deliver. Now, recently, I was experimenting with the video of of my other podcast, the Adam Rothstein Hockey Podcast, and that was. Um, and and I'll leave a link to uh, episode sixteen in the uh, show notes or description, and and that really that one actually just changed so much, uh, changed my world that I have video like Joe Rogan does too, because I used Anchor.fm for that one. Um, I'm still on Spreaker with Blue Oasis, uh, and and that is something powerful like like just going over the graph, showing yourself. And, and also, it's an alternate to YouTube and anything else. Putting your videos out there, um, and, and it's a different algorithm, too. Like, like, if someone searches hockey, they'll get different results on YouTube than they will on Spotify, and so on and so forth. Uh, I do think that we're going to, um, you know, video is going to become the next big thing. And supposedly, it's going to be with VR or in the metaverse, um, I'm, I'm not going to be using the metaverse, and I don't recommend you d- you all to do that. Um, it's not worth it. MP4s, .MLVs are fine. They're fine enough. And there's no real benefit into going to the metaverse. I don't think I'll ever go there. There's, like, I don't see it. Like, if any of you do, uh, you know, feel free to message me out on YouTube or something, or like, I, I'll, I'll leave something where you can contact me, but, but I don't believe in meta, it, uh, in, in the metaverse at all. Um, it's not worth it there. Um, now, let's get into YouTube a bit. YouTube has been around since 2005, and, and it gave, you know, it gave the average person a chance to be someone and just put their face on camera and and yes of course there were people that just used it to upload music files and then just put like the lyrics to something with those old microsoft video editors and and uh and then they get a million views like snap that was like that was like the easiest way to do it back then uh but 
but actually showing off yourself and, and lip syncing was something entirely different. Um, and I guess that sort of caught its wave. And then you also had, you know, you know, the response videos back in the day when you, when you actually could put a response video to, um, I do think that, that, that was probably the biggest mistake YouTube ever made was that they got rid of the video responses. Why in the heck would you ever do that of like, and just getting the context too? um, in Unless you were searching this out, did you actually see the responses after about 2012, 2013? Um, and, and that was damaging too. Like, like you could come across a video that you think is great, but then it, it turns out it's crap because these points were not addressed or they defamed someone or lied about someone. And then, and then the person with the video response just never gets heard from and and that's a shame because you know we could boot that's that's actually one of the easiest fo- ways to manipulate is that things do get hidden and it's just and we do need easy things to access so that we can make determinations for ourselves in fact if anything um i'll i'll go back to the vietnam war back in the 70s um that's kind of how we ended the vietnam wars because we were shown how bad it was and we were using like agent orange napalm and and we were like bombing innocent civilians like we did the united states did some horrible horrible things back in the day and and i mean and you can compare and it's like and yet that's still nothing today um i think you all know that i'm anti-war at this point uh and um this you know and this technology was like so bad and, and to see all this and even now up to the predator drones just shows you how you know it can show you how aggressive our military can be and um and uh yeah i think we will get to um a point where you know you know people are gonna wake up with video and people have their minds changed all the time and and i do hope that we you know we do get to a better place of peace and prosperity and we're not um necessarily uh we're not in this corporatized world where and this entanglement between government and corporation we need a wall between that. Uh, okay, but that's a bit of a side note. Now back to video. Um, you know, seeing this and actually, uh, there are many things you can edit with Adobe products, DaVinci Resolve. In fact, I think DaVinci Resolve is going to be the best for any beginner and you don't have to pay a subscription fees. You can uh, get all the basic tools you need with the video editor and you can um, learn it as well. And, and you don't even have to go to skillshare.com. You can go to on a YouTube university to learn all this stuff and, and the power of everything. And, and also just playing around with it too helps. And, and it certainly eases some difficulty. I'll say that, um, very, it's very, um, simple to use. Um, once you get the hang of it, 
and if you've ever edited video before, there, there's a lot of similarities I've found with the Adobe Premiere Pro and DaVinci Resolve. So that was um, a little bit of an added benefit. I learned how to uh, normalize the audio as well. And, and also you can delete some audio, you can mute a clip, and then you can just add in your own audio and then just overlay it too. Um, I liked it. Um, some things got a little frustrating to work with when I was like moving some clips uh, one time for this Ray Bork video that I still did not finish, but I will. Um, and I'll definitely um, put that somewhere as well. Um, and I guess, and I guess that is still something uh, powerful too. I, I might put um, the Patrick Watt and eventually the Ray Bork video out on anchor.fm and then it would just go on Spotify. And, and guess what? That's m more people seeing what I can do and just like learning everything, learning the basics. And, and Spotify has done a great job. I'm not going to lie. Putting audiobooks on there and putting, being able to put your videos on there, there's nothing like it. Now, how do we make money from this? Well, we can certainly put things on YouTube. We can start a podcast with video and you can go on to Anchor.fm or Spreaker or anything that uh, has monetization capabilities with it. Uh, there's that. Um, I also think that you can um, certainly go and work that nine to five. You can certainly uh, work some contract work on Upwork or some place like that or Fiverr. Um, and also build up your portfolio to learn everything there is about After Effects or an alternative to that, DaVinci Resolve, Adobe, the whole nine yards. Um, I definitely think, um, oh, and if, if someone wants to, if you have someone who's into real estate or something, here's what you do. Ask, hey, can I, hey, can we, if, you're, if you have someone who films this and you want them to take the shots, let me edit this and let me get some work experience under my belt and then use them as a reference to get a new job and, and apply. I think that's an incredible idea of, of just getting started. Um, and then... And if you get into animation, that's a whole nother thing. And, and, and you can definitely go into Skillshare and learn about animation as well. I say just go there and get that for $10 a month. So, um, yeah. Uh, I guess that will conclude it. I'll leave um, some links down in the uh, show notes. Um, stay tuned. Um, I guess I'm back for at least for a little while. Um, and I will have some more interviews coming up. Uh, so stay safe, stay great. I'll talk to you all in the next episode.